Yo, John. Yeah, BJ. You think they're ready for this? Nope. Well, let's go then. Keep it real. What is going on, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Keeping It Real podcast. I am BJ Parker. I am John Klinsman. It's been a minute, man. How you doing? It's been a while, and I've been getting uh, griped at because we're not putting out content. So well, I'm, I'm glad we're rolling again. We're here for the people. We are. That's who we're, we're here, here for. for the people. Well, um, we've had. Uh, it's been a little bit, and you know that's going to happen, man. I, I don't want you to feel like, and I don't feel like, because sometimes it might happen to me where things just come in, and you know we been consistent but as long as we get that content rolling we're yeah. we'll just stay we'll in the game fine. yeah we'll, fine. well what's been happening over the last couple of weeks well you know let's not start with me we always start with me all right let's start with you you had a really exciting week yep. down in alabama and i've been waiting to hear about it you know you sent me a few pictures um but we didn't talk about it on purpose just yeah. so that we didn't uh, take the, take away the content for the people, and I yeah. want to hear about I want to hear about your time spent down there. What'd you say you spent four days? Yeah, so um, I got to go. I got invited uh, via my other podcast. The guy, um, the, the assistant man, his, he's the that's the making the turn making podcast, the turn. If podcast. you don't yeah. know, uh, so he reached Drew Charcandy reached yeah. out to me. He's the same his, guy that did assistant. not reach out to me to come right. down. Right. Yep. Okay. But he's got, I got something special. I may not tell you about it yet, but I've okay. worked up something for you too. All right. But, um, so he reached out to me over DM on Twitter and basically went like this. Hey man, uh, would you be interested in coming down, helping us volunteer for setting up the, for the spring game in Alabama and, um, you know, just hang out, watch the game, you know, help us do things. I'm like, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> I just sent him back a thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> and I didn't even know the dates, nothing. So fast forward, that was um, about a month ago he asked, reached out to me. So I got it all <laughs> set up and ready to go and uh, went down uh, last week, I guess it was. And um, I, I got down there on a Thursday. The game's on Saturday. And I, I was trying to check into my hotel. They wouldn't let me because I got down there early, but I went straight to the campus, met, met him at the baseball field, and and I, within about 20 minutes, I was on Bryant-Denny Stadium, the field. And basically for four, three and a half, four days, I was part of the, the grounds crew uh, for the University of Alabama. And for someone who's been listening to this who knows I'm an Alabama fan, that was a pretty much a dream come true. Uh, never thought in my wildest dreams that something like that would happen. Um, doing a podcast, someone reached out. But it did, and I had to probably – I've described this in a couple of different ways, but the experience of a lifetime. Um, the, uh, I, got to do, I got to do football, obviously, so we, uh, a lot – I was kind of given a crash course. I never did touch a wand, which is fine, but I – I could have done that. I don't feel like that was all that. But, you know, they just got a system. So I was moving um, uh, stencils and borders, and I, I just kind of jumped in and helped wherever I could. Um, I did – so if you watched any of the game, I did all the numbers. I helped. I didn't do any of this, really. I just helped. <laughs> did all the numbers and the border of the numbers, all the lines on the field. They called them the hundreds, but, you know, just all the dashes and lines, yardage markers. Um, I didn't do, I think John, the head guy had done the actual like 10 yard, 20 yard, the lines. I did the borders, helped with the borders. I helped with the end zones. 
Um, pretty much anything that you saw on the field, I, I, was, I had a hand in helping, uh, so, except for the logo. The center logo was already done. And they just touched it up. But um, that's all. And, you know, and, and then some of the cool things about it was that I was unaware of, like the paint machines I've, I'm familiar with, but everything is stenciled. It's, you know, and, and I guess that's the way it has to be in a lot of ways. But, um, you know, it makes it, – it's repetitive. It's hard to mess up, you know, if you're doing – you know, but I guess you can. But uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, you know uh, – So they have a hashboard that you move down – they have strings run. You set the hash board yep. same way we do it. Yeah. Um, when you're doing your yard lines, they have a sled you're pushing. Is that correct, or do they just string it and go? It was a it was a board about I guess it's five yards yep. long and but it has a handle on the yeah end. it has a handle and you just move yep. that uh, every and but the 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 yard the ten yard you know the the ones yeah. that go with the length of the field or width of the field those were already there okay. so they didn't paint those they just did the you know two so we just five yards at a time all the way down and you you have to do it on the hashes and then um and then on the sidelines and then yep. i guess in the hashes where they have you know you have the extra uh coming off the yard marker yep. with the ball placement so that so it, it sounds like their process is fairly similar to ours yeah i mean uh the uh, the logo all the numbers had all the numbers had stencils yep uh, the 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 directional arrows had stencils. Did they have big aluminum boards, or did they have vinyl? What did they have? That was a uh, um, the all of it. Everything was big aluminum okay. boards. Yep. Um, the only thing that was not we went from vinyl a couple of years ago to yeah. the aluminum, yeah, just for the burn factor, um, and also they're much easier to set than the vinyl, yeah. So that we went to those, I guess too. Um, I mean they get. The only thing I noticed was, um, and you may can speak to this, is the um, the paint builds up on them, and mm-hmm. so you'll have, have little. To wipe them you'll off have or... to. They they pressure washed them when we got done. Yep. And they have a paint room. It's really cool, but it looks like a murder scene in there with that red. Oh, I'm sure. But um, you know it. Uh, they, the paint builds up as you're moving. So if you're not careful, and you the paint could drip. You know, obviously you probably couldn't see it from a distance, but. It does make some, and you know, and this was the eight A game. It wasn't like it was the first game in the SEC, sure. so they were kind of under the gun. More yeah, and and he did say, John, the head, and Drew said, "Hey, don't judge us on our work right now because yeah. this is, you know, we're just trying to get the field to look somewhat decent." We're for the them same to play. way with scrimmage games, yeah. like I. So yeah, um, you do get a lot of paint buildup, yeah. especially depending on who paints it. Yeah. So you know, if I have one of my newer guys painting, there's paint all over the stencils. If I'm painting, I can usually stay within, you know, the yeah. the lines. Um, but we do wipe them off so that we don't get the drip. And <clears throat> sorry, I'm struggling with some allergy crap. Um, like you said, nobody's going to notice those drips. Yeah. But I hate seeing those drips going down the field. Yeah. It just drives me absolutely bonkers. So we, we routinely wipe ours off as we go. Yeah. They, um, uh, they put towels down in some areas where – you have to overlap borders or the, the, the red. They only have the crimson and the white, which is fat. I kind of knew the paint scenario set up. You know, they, that, that's the only – you can't buy crimson, just like you can't buy UT orange. You know, right. that, I guess – do you use world-class? Is that No, nah, we use Pioneer. Okay. Well, that, yeah, that you know, I think world-class applies to all the SEC. But yeah. um, anyways, you know, we did um, – but I'll tell you the most fun I had was doing baseball. Yeah. Cause I loved watching. Um, Sam is over their baseball field, and I got to meet him. 
And um, they, you know, that's just, it's just cool. There's something about being out there and watering. I, I really didn't do a lot. I mean, I'll you be honest. Hose, I, I just held the hose picture. and um, uh, just kind of watched. I mean, you know, they, uh, so the, it's, I assume this is very similar, but there was games. So these are actual games. They're playing Auburn. And um, so after BP and everything goes through, there's this, this like just orchestra of, mm -hmm. you know, one guy goes and does the chalk, another guy's doing the water, and another guy's dragging, you know, breaking. And it just – they have only a certain amount of time to get the field ready before From first BP pitch. From BP to first pitch, yep. Yeah. So um, – and so, I and I kind of just took that all in. And really the only part of that that I had any hand in was um, was the uh, – well, hand water. I just hold the held the hose and just, you know just kind of chilled out. So but, at the sounds, it's pretty similar, you know. Yeah. And and what we always found and Doug, so Doug who who is on my crew, um, him and I worked sounds game days together for two years. Yeah. And what we always discuss is how much how it was funny, you know, if if we had eight guys on at at the game that night, yeah. How much longer it took us to get the exact same things done, and if we had four or five, yeah, because everybody knows their role. And when you have extra people, there's people just kind of standing around waiting to be told what to do. So mm -hmm. it slows the whole the whole process, the orchestra, as you called it, down. Yeah. Whereas if you just have a couple guys, then you can just click right on through. Yeah. I got to jump. Um, I mean, that's the thing. I you know I didn't want to be in the way, but yeah. I just wanted to help where they needed it. And so everything that I did was just an assistant to what somebody would have been, they just could send somebody else off. It's or, funny because a lot of people like our maintenance crew here, they, they'll laugh at us when I've got somebody holding the hose for me. Yeah. They don't realize how crucial that is at times to be able to get all the way on that back. Yeah, you don't want to drag, that drag across yeah. the clay. Um, nobody truly understands until you've been out there doing it. And yeah. then you're like, Oh, I see. And the hose is not light. I mean, no. we have one of the lightest weight hoses in the industry and I love it. And I can do it alone if I need to. Right. Um, but those hoses that, that they use to be able to get out there are not light. You got the water going through them, you know, and it's yeah. you got to hold it at an exact right spot or you're dragging or you're not able to pull enough of it. You yeah. Know, it's a lot of fun. I, I remember the first time I worked at the Sounds and the way you felt watching that orchestra and just being on that field was the same. You know, I grew up a National Sounds yeah. fan. So the first time I'm out there on the field prepping for a game, I felt like a little kid. Now, by game 72, yeah. I was over that shit. Yeah. But the first couple of times, I was like, this is awesome. Like, I'm, I'm living somebody's dream somewhere. It, it, was, it was really, man. It was, it was just one of those things. You know, I kind of – I could guess kind of how things go, but until you get into, yeah. into, into seeing it and doing it and just it, – it's the whole thing about you having enough people to do what you need to do but not too much that you yep. have, like you said, like You're standing around right. or – or people in the way because you know two to three people on a hose while the guy's watering and he don't have to stop and he don't have to worry yeah. about dragging it out of his way. You get done real that quick. makes a lot of difference. I, I'll tell you one thing that, and I I don't know if but I knew I knew me doing this was going to make things better and I, and we were on the football field and we were painting numbers and and there was more than enough people kind of standing around. And about halfway through it, I was kind of just helping jump in to move a stencil here or there, but I didn't really need to do that. I could just stood there, my hands in my pocket. Mm -hmm. But I saw John, uh, the head guy, he was doing all the painting, and he was messing around with the hose on the sprayer. So, you so I just grabbed yeah. the hose, and he was like, my man. So <laughs> painting for a, you know, a, a Friday night game or whatever, yeah. 
having that guy. So when the <clears throat> when the guys get done with the lines and hashes, yeah. I'm usually doing the logos at that point, and it'll go from taking me what feels like eternity because I'm having to push the machine, move the whole yeah. hose, do a spot, push the machine, and then usually it'll be Doug will jump in and jump on on that, and I'm able to blow through it. Yeah. And so, plus, I just got somebody there to sit there and, and BS with. Yeah. And I'm not by myself, you know, yep. in my own thoughts and just grinding through it. I've got somebody to cut up with and talk to, and it, it makes it so much better. Yeah, and that's and that, and that was kind of what I thought, too. I was like, you know, I, and I told him, I said, man, my first job ever in golf course business was holding a hose for a spray hawk. Yeah. I said, I knew what you were going through. <laughs> I just jumped in there. And I was, and I, and I, so I was pushing the sled and holding the hose or the sprayer and holding the hose. And, and so it was fun, man. It, you know, I just get to see, and then the, I only saw, they mowed on Saturday prior to the game. Uh, field was, uh, you know, it's still April, so the field was not necessarily growing at that much. What kind and of Bermuda did they have? They had latitude 36, okay. and they had just switched out the whole stadium uh, in 2019. And so they had been overseeding prior to 2019. When they put the new turf in, they did not. They have not been overseeding at all. Um, apparently, Coach Saban was fine with that, didn't really have any issue with it, and um, – what was their reason? Do you know? I think they just got away from it. I just think they they um, decided that uh, that one, you know, being maybe that the latitude was a little younger. I, I don't know, but latitude's pretty dense. Yeah, and I've, I've heard some people having issues getting the seed down into it. And yeah. I just wondered if that was why. I I didn't re we didn't I didn't really go into it much with them. Um, but you know, um, this is the only game that they'll play on the stadium outside of camps and a few practices prior to the season. So they, they just so got you know, all they, summer. They, they didn't, right. you know, they didn't. Normally, they said they doubled up on all the painting, and you know, yeah. it was it looked. I mean, it looked good from on TV and 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 whatnot. But it was still young in April, and so they they um and they, and I think he sent me a picture three days after they was already airifying it. Yeah. So baseball um, looked pretty dialed in. Now the baseball that now they overseeded everything else. So I didn't do anything on the softball field uh, at all. I, I just walked out there. Oh, I take that back. I did get to jump on the sprayer with them. It's a two-man sprayer, so we sprayed baseball and softball. Uh, I didn't spray anything. I helped him mix. So you got to ride. Yeah, ride I just rode shotgun. around and took pictures. Um, I was going to call it something else, but we'll <laughs> call it ride the shotgun. They, uh, yeah, they just gave it a little green up for uh, games for the weekend, uh, just a little shot, uh, you know, in the arm. and, and uh, But, yeah, they were heavily ryegrass fields, and I think it was just 419 they had on baseball okay. and softball. That's, that's what um, we have on baseball. And um, – they had no – their sidelines on the baseball were artificial. Uh, but everything on the field playing surfaces-wise was grass. I see, a lot of, I see a lot of the NCAA teams that are still – the ones that are still natural, yeah. their sidelines are artificial. Yeah. And I guess it's just for wear and tear. It is, I, that's all it was. They told me it was just – they just get so worn down. Yeah. And it just made sense. But They play a lot of games in a short amount yeah. of time on them. Everything in the baseball – playing field was grass they walked mowed their infields which was cool and you know and then they you know mow patterns in the outfield and then they paint a logo on the softball field uh, in the outfield center field center field okay. yeah it's just a big a a yeah. script a and then you know um and got to watch the game on saturday uh was on the field prior to uh helped set out like uh, pylons and yardage markers and you know, that kind of stuff. And then uh, saw Coach Saban walk around uh, prior to the game. Did you and fanboy a little bit? 
Be honest. I did. I, I I took a picture of his car. I hope I can say that. I didn't take his license. I'm proud of you not tackling him and hugging him. <laughs> no. I wanted I would have you know, he's so busy. And I, I would and I even asked them, I said, Do you ever have any interaction? And he said they said rarely. Yeah. He just you know, he he's might give him a, he might give him a thumbs up if the field looks okay or you know, if he's if he sees him on the practice field he might but he, I said, does he even know your name? And he's like, I don't think so. <laughs> you know? I mean, that's too bad yeah. at the same time. Yeah. You know, but I get it. He's a busy man and got stuff to do and constantly on the road recruiting. So when he's when he's home with the team, it's it's down to, yeah. you know, time to work. But it's, um, he's the he's the most – he's the obviously probably the most decorated state employee in Alabama. And he constantly has security with him. I mean, he's honestly the greatest – college football coach of all time i don't mind saying it i hate alabama but i do not mind saying that at did you all. hear that did you see him get caught on a hot mic talking no. about don't walk on my damn field i like it <laughs> he I was like hollering he, he i don't know if the kid's name is kool-aid or if it's his nickname is kool-aid i would hope that's his nickname but he said kool-aid he was this is on tv now he said kool-aid don't walk on my goddamn field i like it <laughs> I can respect a man like that. <laughs> I'm like, and, and some, and a bunch of the players were like, "Yeah, I got the same treatment." <laughs> but no, I mean, it was. Uh, I don't want to hijack this whole episode, but man, I'm telling you what, it was phenomenal. We recorded a podcast as we coming out. Um, I, I I got friends for life. Um, I've been told that I'm welcome back at any time, so I didn't screw nothing up. I guess. Not a boy. Um, you know, it, it, we I, I was up at the highest top of the stadium putting flags up. We just did. Uh, so I can see you next football season. You'll be standing at the gate like people can't see me on the podcast, but kind of like leaning over the gate yeah. like, um, John, John, can I get in? Can I get in? <laughs> you want to? Okay, so this is the only time that I used any sort of cred that I had down there. So I walked down on the field before the game's over, and we had been talking to the people that work the gates for the field. You know, they have security. And so – and right by the paint room was where we had been talking. And um, I came down there, and now there's all of, like, Mac Jones, Jerry Judy, all these players are out there on the field, and they're signing autographs, mm -hmm. right? And I walk down, he, and the guy goes, you want on the field? And I'm like, yeah. And I just walked out. Because <laughs> I, I had they gave me credentials for the whole, yeah. you know, so I could go pretty much anywhere I wanted. And so I just walked out there. And they were like, everybody's like, well, who the heck is this? Right. <laughs> I'm just standing out there, you know, and um, – I took. I didn't get any pictures. I wasn't going to go up to any of the people, but I did take a picture. I was. I was meeting that refrigerator away from Mac Jones. Snapped a little picture. He was signing autographs, and you um, know it's a fine line in yeah. doing what we do. You want, you want to take that opportunity yeah. to to meet the guys, but at the same time, we're working and they're working. Yeah, and there's not really as, as a professional, it's really tough to to walk up to them and ask for that. You know, we don't do it here. Yeah. Um, I asked for my first picture here with someone that was here a couple weeks ago. Ever, I've never. I mean, we've had we've had huge stars here. Yeah. And um, the my son is a Red Sox fan, and a scout for the Red Sox was here, and he's the one that signed Mookie Betts years ago. And I wanted to show it to Corbin, so we took a picture. Well, um, <clears throat> Corbin ended up asking, "Can we go over and watch the game?" So he ended up getting to meet him. So the picture really didn't mean anything to Corbin. Yeah. Um, and then he's talked to him a couple times since, you know, and real down to earth guy, you know, and I, I never liked to do that, but this was one opportunity for Corbin to meet someone that he, 
he doesn't really – I wouldn't say he idolizes them, but he loves the Red Sox, and yep. this guy works for the Red Sox. So, you know, it's kind of big for him. Well, yep. he sent a Red Sox um, hat home for Corbin, which was real big with our head baseball coach, you know, yep. and it's just big deal for him. So, yep. <clears throat> so I get what you're saying. You know, it's uh, – Yeah, you, I, I agree. You want to, yeah. but at the same time, being the professional you are, it's – a fine line and you don't want to disrespect yeah. anyone that invited you out right and I, that's why i never even asked i ask yeah. questions about like what's the interaction like what's the coolest thing you've ever come across and you know the, these guys are professionals they yeah. do they take their job serious um they're not gonna fanboy or, or you know any of that kind of stuff that you know it's it's hard sometimes to be in in the shadow of great people like Coach Saban. I would die to have sat down for five minutes with him and right. talked to him, but I get it, you know. And I and I and, and and even standing there with Mac Jones and Jerry Judy and there was Henry Ruggs and Devontae Smith. He you know he just won the Heisman last year. Yeah. You know that all these people are there, and you're like, you know, it'd be cool, but this ain't the op- you know this ain't the well, right you know, place. No, we had we had Derrick Henry working out here. Um, I guess it was two years ago now. Yeah. He would train with our strength and conditioning coach. And our coach always told us, if you ever want to come say hey, come say hey. Yeah. But none of the guys ever did because it just never felt right. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, he's here to do something just like we are. Yep. Leave him alone. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have knocked any of my guys for ever going over and just shaking his hand and meeting him. I mean, and he's a beast of a man. Yeah. But at the same time, we've got we've got a job to do. Yeah. And we do it. So I, I get what you're saying. It's really cool to see them up close and in person, and you'll have that experience the rest of yeah. your life, but you don't necessarily have to have the picture or whatever. No, and, and I think I think um, I've in my whole career I can name – I know three people that I've done this for uh, that I've just kind of like took the opportunity because they're in my space, in my world. Yeah. Um, Brett Favre uh, played at the Vinny in, at the Golf Club of Tennessee – and my buddy had, was a huge fan of Green Bay Packers, still is. And I told him he was playing, and there was a there was a three-hole stretch on the golf course where no fans could go. This was when they allowed fans. So I was up there, and he walked, and, and, I, and I was just hanging out with him, talking to him, and I said, hey, got a hat, would you mind signing it? I took a picture, and that was it. John Daly was the other one. Um, he, same thing, he played in the Vinny, and I sat and had a – a conversation with him, took a picture, and he signed a, a PGA Championship thing that I'd had. And uh, Steve McNair, that and, and Steve McNair came to Brentwood Country Club, and I brought both my rookie cards from Alcorn State, and had him sign those. So I mean, I, I took, I've done it. I don't like, you know, I, I'm, you know, it's just one of those things that, you know, would I encourage it? I think, I think, I, I mean, if the guys or whoever you're talking to is okay with sure. it, that's fine. But um, I'm like you. I mean, you know, in that situation, I wasn't going to overstep anything or try to do anything that would, you know, put someone in an uncomfortable sure. situation because that's the not what I want. people invited you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and there's no there's, – I mean, it's not worth it. But I do understand that's a that's a tricky – I mean, I'm sure people all the time come across, you know, fame. I mean, Michael Jordan played at the Golf Club of Tennessee, and I never would go up to him. Yeah. Uh, the President of the United States was out there. Never would go out, you know. Just right. Peyton Manning. I mean, you just I, when it was, it had to be a certain specific situation. So there was a situation where um, we were up helping a buddy of mine, Jacob Barber, at the Jackson Generals yeah. a couple of years ago, and Corbin would come with me. You know, he would get me and Corbin into the game, and we'd come down the field and help out or whatever. Yeah. You know, because shoot, Corbin can hold a hose just like anybody else. He can 
he can run a string just like anybody else. You know, he was nine years old at the time and could do it like guys that have been doing it forever. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, Jacob, you know, never minded if Corbin went up to one of the players and introduced himself or whatever. Sure. You know, he knew Corbin's a kid. He's out there helping us. Let him be a kid, you yeah. know. So Corbin made good friends with um, Jazz Chisholm, who is now with the Miami Marlins um, and is actually becoming a fast uh, fan favorite. And then he made friends with Dalton Varsho, which is the catcher for the um, – he is a backup catcher for the Diamondbacks now. But, you know, those opportunities for a kid right. are amazing. You know, because you never know what it's going to spark in them to want to be. You know, like he already wants to be a baseball player, but he's he's met some of these guys now. So now he feels like he's one of them. Yep. You know, like, I mean, he plays with Jazz on, on the PlayStation from time to time. Right. You know, just he's made buddies, lifelong friends with this guy – who is now at the peak of his, you know, I wouldn't say the peak of his career, but he's, he's climbing that sure. ladder. So, you know, he gets to sit back on those times when, you know, daddy, daddy works a lot, <laughs> you know, and, and daddy doesn't make a lot of money. So he's, he comes to school at Innsworth and all of his buddies are, you know, going on these fantastic vacations or whatnot, you know, right. These real elaborate things, but he has these memories of little things he's gotten to do. Right. So being able to take those opportunities, for a lot of people are great, yeah. but I'm like you. When I see them, they put their pants on just like we do. And yeah, I, I agree. I, I the one thing I need to say to our fans though is when they see me at dinner with my family, <laughs> please leave me alone. I'm trying to eat with you're, my family. You're taking pictures with everybody, man. <laughs> now you're podcast famous and everything. So magazine famous, podcast famous. That's right. Shit. Now um, to kind of put a bow on the whole week though, um, it was a blast. Um, I recommend if you get an opportunity, anybody to, you know, one, if you're in that role, cherish it. Cause those, those guys really do enjoy what they're doing. So um, the crew was cool. Yeah. All of that. That's yeah. good to hear. I, I, I met uh, a lot of the crew. Um, they all have their individual roles. There's, you know, I don't know if you've ever been to the university. So with, it, with a lot of colleges from what I've seen, just in job postings or whatever, yeah. this guy's over baseball helps with softball. And then they all pitch in with football. This guy's over softball, hills of baseball. It's very court. similar. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they had they had specific areas where people were kind of over, but they all jumped in and, and helped wherever work, they yeah. needed. And um, that didn't necessarily happen because because this is probably unique. Um, they had uh, women's softball, men's baseball, and football going on all at the same time. So everybody so, kind of had to be broken. So up it was broken up a little bit as far as getting everything done because sure. there's just specific things that have to be done in order to, but yes, they in, so my day would be somewhat structured, like be at football for a little bit. And then when base, because baseball is a night, we would go prep the game for baseball. I usually typically hung around. They do like a drag in the middle of the game, fifth inning yep. or did whatever. You, did you do a, a mid game drag? I did. I went out on the field or <clears throat> was around, but I didn't, I didn't do any dragging. I mean, why? they wouldn't. I mean, I didn't get. I, I don't know why. Come on, man. <laughs> I, I wrote on a sprayer and I. Okay, so here, here's what we need to do. <laughs> we need to get you to work a game day with Trotter. Yeah. So that you can drag in the middle of the game. You need to drag in the middle of the game. That sounds like a lot of pressure. It's no pressure. You can't keep up with me. Again, I, I set land speed records when I when I go. I don't know how fast the drag goes in the middle of the game, but in the prior to the game, I could do it because it's just slow. No, we're just we're, like Whoa. we're going in. Yep, we're I gonna, guess we're gonna and we're gonna record it the whole time. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take selfie sticks out and record this the whole time. 
and what? mess with each other and air it on the podcast. That's okay. what we're going to pull this off. All right. But well, I think we got to wear a mask and like gloves and like a hazmat suit to do it this year. But we're going to pull this off. Well, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm down for whatever, man. I, 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 it was a lot of fun and I can't wait to get back. I'm going to go down for an actual, I'm going to do a game day experience. Well, I, I was so happy you got to do it. Like yeah. it did, you know, we joke about me hating out. I do, I do not care. About you like his shirt, like, don't you? I do like that shirt. I mean, it says baseball on it, so of course I like it. We yeah. can scratch out. We can probably pull out all the threads for the A. Yeah. Um, but I was happy for you getting to go, and I told several people that I thought it was going to be an experience of a lifetime for you. Yeah. <clears throat> it was. It was. Um, they. Uh, we didn't. The only thing I didn't get to see because they were uh, practicing was the practice facility. Yeah. The. the um, uh, they have three and a half football fields at the practice fields. Uh, natural uh, grass, and they have, of course they have the indoor stadium, and um, the so we went over there, we drove around, but they were the 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 uh, team was getting ready to take the field, and so Drew didn't want to be out there while they were kind of sure. milling around. But the uh, probably one of the coolest things that I got to do was um, where they take the recruits. It's called the Malmore facility, and it's where. Um, they have so you walk in the door. It's it's where the coaches' offices and all kind of are in the athletic department. It's where Saban's office is at and all that. So we walk in the door and we go in and you walk up the stairs and it, and up the stairs it says trust the process and then you and and that's kind of all you see. And then you walk in you walk into this room. Now imagine this being a recruit. You walk in and to the right is is the is the I think the very first BCS championship with the with the 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 glass football, the so it had the to the right you see that in a glass case. Then you turn to the left and it's the Heisman Trophy wall and there's three Heisman trophies sitting right there. Then you then you look around the room and on the wall, I'm trying to describe this from memory, but on the wall on one side is like all the championship dates that they've ever won SEC or whatever. Then on the other side, they've got all the dates, uh, the the national championship. You all right, man? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> you, the national championship um, uh, dates, like the years. And then you walk around this corner, and then they've got this case with all the championship rings in it from all the championships they've won, SEC, you know, whatever. That's where you fanboyed. I was like, from dude, I took a picture of it. I, I don't know how I, – I had to take a panorama <clears throat> to get the whole thing in. It was. I would have liked to have seen a picture of you walking into this room. That's what I would like to see. Well, they did. He he didn't give me any indication of what I was walking into. Sure. But it's like he said, "This is where they bring recruits, and you'll see why they don't ever say no to Alabama." Right. Because it's they have everybody that's ever played in the pros up there. They got all their helmets that like of every team. That's it, it is the most. Un, it's, I don't. I think this is right when I say this. That every recruiting class that Saban has recruited since he's been in Alabama has won a national championship. So I would imagine that's right. They've won six, or <clears throat> since he's been there. So, um, and he's only been there two thousand six, I think. Anyways, um, but and then you have this. I'm not kidding you. It's the length. It's it could be forty or fifty feet long. Trophy wall. And it goes the other side because they had to add because Mac Jones and Devontae and – so they had to add space. And it's like the Maxwell Award winners 
and the Davy O'Brien Award winners and all these different awards that these linemen, you know, right. and they and whoever won it first, that's their trophies in there. So, um, and then they and then under that they have a banner for whatever the award is and who won it after that. And you just go, man, this place is crazy. And you just look around and it. And then the coolest thing was. He took. We walked around this corner, and in this glass case was all three playoff trophy uh, champ, national championships. So they won the playoffs three times, and they're just sitting there, I'm like, man, this place is just. And they know, and they know what they're doing. Walked in the locker room, you know, and you got all the, you know, all that. I mean, it's like, how do you, how do you even just describe this? So, big question. Yeah, is the stadium missing any grass? Not because you pulled it. Is the stadium missing anything because you picked it up and took it home? No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> no, it's um, not sitting in a jar at home. I, I, I got uh, some souvenir cups from the football game. <laughs> okay. Does that count? Yeah, that's. I did not. Enough. I did not take any grass. Um, I didn't. Can do... Drew confirm that there is nothing missing from that field? <laughs> nothing. No, I didn't take a pylon. I didn't take. Drew, nothing. text me if you have any chunk of grass missing. BJ may have it in his yard at home. No, I didn't. Um, but uh, I got. Well, I don't have my boots on, but I do have some crimson paint on them. Okay. Not All scraping right. that off anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, man. people are probably tried and tired of me talking about this trip. But I swear it was fun. It was a lot of I, – I, I could probably talk about it for the rest of the hour. But um, You I have got, a podcast coming out soon. Yeah, me and Drew took a okay. – me and Drew uh, did a podcast. Now it was more about his career and some of the things. But, yeah. you know, it's it, – it, so it, this is all – this is not stuff we talked about, whatever right. I did. Because we basically recorded it and then did everything after that. But, no, it was um, – you know, and, and I'm sure it's like every other school. I mean, I, I started to tell you, it's like that campus is pretty big. And softball and soccer is not close to, say, football. But baseball is kind of right there. You know, football is kind of on its own. Yeah. So every place had a facility, you know, that you worked out of. Baseball is kind of the most centrally located. So that's where they kind of get grouped up in the morning. It's the most important and, sport. Yeah. And, um, and then, and I'm going to tell you, the stadium was beautiful. I mean, it, I just about as nice as park as I've ever been at. But so I mean, but come on, it's Bama. Everything was nice. It's SEC. Too. Yeah, I mean, it, that, that's, yeah. I mean, other than Vanderbilt, yeah. it's it's going to be amazing. Yeah. So, anyways, it was a big time. Uh, I got to do that. Um, no and, offense, Ryan, if you're listening. Yeah. Sorry. And I know, um, you know, I I so that I I told him though. I said, you know, I'm disappointed because y'all are third on my list of SEC. I done. I did Tennessee first. Vanderbilt second, and now Alabama. So he's well. We'll get you hooked up with the rest of them. So that's the goal now is to try to get all all the uh, fourteen SEC schools. Although um, Ryan, I asked him this question. I think it's Ryan um, at Vanderbilt, and then Kentucky. No, not Kentucky. Is it Missouri? And maybe Kentucky. Maybe it is Kentucky. Uh, the only they're the only ones that have a synthetic football. The rest of them have um, natural grass. So, I like that. Yep. And we talked a little, I, we did talk a little bit about, uh, I said, so, cause I was, I, you know, I told him there's two things I'm intrigued about sports turf. And I've told you this before. It's the painting part and the dirt for baseball. And so I got a lot of insight on the, on the dirt part of it, but I said, I was talking to John and I said, um, John DeWitt, John, by the way, John which DeWitt. we talked about yeah. beforehand. That's my middle name. John DeWitt. Which is really kind of interesting to me. So yeah, I don't know how that worked out, but that's interesting. But 
I said, hey, man, talk to me about LSU football. He's like, oh. I said, don't they do the numbers every five yards? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah. He said, I wouldn't want that. No. He said, that's crazy. And I said, I said, well, here's my most interesting question. That logo in the middle of the field, how do they do that? Because have you seen it? The tiger eye it kind of bleeds into the – We have it. We have the stencil to do it. Well, he said that the art department – they have the art department come out and paint. That's the only part that they don't do. That's not true. Is that not true? Because Well – I don't know. I'm not I mean, calling that's what he said. John a liar, yeah. but uh, um, I can't remember the guy's name, but I met some of their crew yeah. down at STMA. Um, well, it wasn't this last year. It's the year before yeah. when we were in uh, West Palm Beach. And, uh, no, he was telling us how to do it, that they do it. And then he said if we wanted to try it again, because I tried it one time yeah. and I, I failed miserably. <laughs> Um, but it, that if we wanted to try it again, he would FaceTime with me, gave me his number, yeah. and he would kind of walk me through how they do it. So basically, to get the bleeding, they basically throw the paint. So, you know, you got it in the wand, and then you just bring your wand up yeah. and let it drop. Is That's not the exact way, sure. but that's the basics of it. Because it basically <clears> just fans it, it just fades in. It's yeah. not a sharp edge. So what I did when yeah. I did ours, which Milton refers to it as the eye of the lizard, um, is I, I went straight line around it. So it didn't turn out exactly how it gotcha. should have. Uh, other than that, it turned out great, but the, the lines around the edges didn't look right. Um, but we do have the stencil here, okay. and we have talked about over the summer, if we get a day where we might be a little slower taking it out to one of the extra fields and practicing it. Because mm-hmm. we would love to pull it off one day yeah. for something. Yeah, But it's just... I think it's something you've got to work on. I don't think it's something. Maybe you can he do meant easily. that the edges was the ones that the art department did. They kind of, but I don't know. I'm assuming that he told me they did yeah. it. I mean, I I don't know who's right, who's wrong. But you can have the ever every five yard numbers. You can have that. I'm I do not want any part of that. Man, that's a lot. Like I don't think you realize until you do it just how much work. It's double that the is. work. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Yeah. So, no, I do not want that. I think it started as a joke, and then they end up doing it uh, full-time, and now they're now – they're, you know, that's what they're feeling. I would for. hate that. Yeah. Especially when you have to stencil it. You know, we don't stencil numbers every single time. I'm sure SEC schools do. Yeah. We don't. But it, I would imagine when you had to stencil those, that would be absolutely terrible. Now, the one thing that I did notice <laughs> was um, a lot of the paint, you know – the, where the paint goes down, especially on the like dashes and the lines, and mm-hmm. because I I could get going in circles here, but let me start with my first thought. The that those the grass is affected a little bit by all that paint, you know, the lines and where it goes, and you know it may be stunted or or whatnot. But I noticed that um, you know um, the areas were kind of worn down in some of these areas, um, and so does that do damage long-term to the turf or what? I mean, as far as the paint buildup and things like that, because, you know, like the end zones were, you know, thinner because they get massive amounts of paint. So what I've noticed just from us doing it, it it does cause some damage, but I think it has to do with the color of the paint. Yeah. So two years ago when we painted the E black every single time and we had seven games in eight weeks, that area – was almost dead at the end. Like, it was just toasted. Yeah. But areas that we paint white every week, 
don't seem to have the same problem. Sure. So they're not bringing in the same amount of heat. Yeah. So I think it has to do with a, a lot of people have done some research on the pressure that you use. Cause you saw when I ripped up the old field, <clears throat> you could still see the field in the dirt. Like uh. you see all the lines and numbers and it's just it going down in the same spot over time. But I do think it has something to do with the heat from the paint. So when you're using black, of course, you're going to draw more heat, which yeah, is going to cause makes your sense. grass to die a little yeah. more. I've never really noticed. It'll get matted down with orange or white, mm -hmm. but it's not nearly as bad as with the black, which is why we started grooming a lot more was to try to stand that grass up right. so that we could cut off where the paint had gone a little quicker. Yeah. Now, when you're playing a game every week, it's tough, but when you have a week off in between games or something, you can usually get a lot of that out of there yeah. and get some new regrowth. Black will also cause the grass to grow quicker as well. That makes sense, <clears throat> especially so, in the heat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've noticed it on the practice field already this year. Well, I know year. green does. I mean, yeah. it's been proven. Yeah, I mean, right. green will just so, green it up. Imagine what black would do. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. It's just a little darker. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I would say it does cause some damage. I would say that's probably why you saw the thin areas in the end zones. I don't know if they paint their entire end zones or they if they do. just okay so yeah yeah you're gonna see some issues i'm sure yeah and you know and and that's another thing too i noticed they have different machines for the colors yeah different uh pressure yeah. higher you know uh, bigger machines for say white more area just you know lots of different things that you you just you know you don't think about that i wouldn't think about and I, I just ask those questions and it's pretty cool they they have a, a real cool they have a real cool um, paint room with all their stuff, all their paints yeah. and stuff, and it's kind of underneath the stadium. That's I would they, love to have an area where yeah. we could just keep our paints and wash everything and make it life so much Yeah, simpler. it's nice. It, it is nice. I mean, like I said before, it's like a crime scene in there. Yeah. But it, it was pretty cool. And, um, you know, offices are down there. Um, you know, it was kind of wild because they have security. So let me tell you a little bit about this. So, so um, we had to go through security once this got, through, I think the first day was Friday. So they were checking everybody's credentials because they, they do dog sweeps through the stadium. They're constantly checking for carts. They, they'll send the dog around your carts. They'll send it through your maintenance area from time to time. They're just constantly doing this, I guess, you know, in preparation for, you know, having fans or whatnot. So we ended up having to go through security. So we'd pull up. And, um, you know, you have to get out of the car and walk through a metal detector and then drive, drive in. And that was an interesting thing. And I, and I said, so when has this ever been a problem? He said, you remember two years ago when the president of the United States came here? He said, that was wild because <laughs> Donald Trump had come to the, uh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, to the LSU game. And he said, yeah, they sent Secret Service in about two weeks ahead of time. And um, it was a little beefed up. But he said that was pretty wild. I said, I imagine that was if this is if this is any indication of it. He said, Yeah, he said it was, he was it was it was ramped up. So, all in all, it was a wild experience and had a blast doing it. And I'm super excited that I got to do it. And you know, thankful that uh, doing a podcast brought uh, brought a lot of that out. And I think that uh, his and I's podcast that we did together is going to uh, people are going to enjoy it. And, uh, you know, John is the head guy, Drew is, uh, his assistant director, but they both share a really in the, in the overall, they, you know, they're both hard workers. They both do things that need to be done. 
And I think, uh, you know, I wouldn't say either one of them, you know, outside of John just having the tenure and, and being the, the, the title, they, they really worked well together. So it's good. It's good um, to hear. And they have a good philosophy and, and I never, I never saw any angst and, and, um, you know, it's a small, you know, I think maybe they had eight employees. That was it. Cool. So it wasn't, it wasn't like anything major, you know, just, just try to get it done with what they got. So, gotcha. so do they take care of anything on campus or are they just sports? Fields? Just sports. I asked them, they, they have a whole different department for that department for okay. grounds. So they, they did not touch a single bed. <clears throat> many, they might pick up trash if they, you know, see it laying around, but no, they, they don't even go in the basketball for any real reason. Um, do you they, want to repeat those last few things for anybody that might be listening? Pick up trash. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. No, all in all, you know, it was, um, like I said, it was a good time and, and, uh, glad you had a good time. Man. Yeah. I took good. a, I'm going to write a blog post about it as soon as I can organize my thoughts. I, I took my camera rolls, probably the last 300 pictures are all in videos yeah. or just from all down there. And I posted some just, um, uh, you know, stuff from down there, but I didn't go hog wild on it, but sent a lot to my kids. I sent a picture of my kids, the video of me, uh, with Saban walking around and they were like, who's that? Who's that? (laughs) They didn't say who's that. They said, is that the goat? And I said, that's exactly who that is. But no, it was fun, man. Um, but I think, I think I might have you a a little surprise. I'm going to talk to Drew about it and see if we follow through on it, but. Might have you a little uh, opportunity okay. to go do something you might want to do. Okay. Because you said something that you'd enjoy doing one time, and that gets word gets around. All right. <laughs> so. I don't remember what it was, but hey, yeah. <clears throat> I'll be happy to come do it. Yeah. Well, and it won't be at Alabama, that's for sure. It's be somewhere else. So. Okay. Just, but anyway, so enough about me. I talked for forty five friggin' minutes. Well, it's funny you talked about clay because you said clay is one of those things that. Um, you don't know much about, you know. No, I don't. And I've always, when when you and I talk dirt on a baseball field, yeah. I've always kind of said it to you as like a bunker. You know, you've got you've got your beautiful hole, you've got a great green, you've got your beautiful fairway, and then you've got the bunker in the middle of it. And that's yeah. kind of the same thing. If your yeah. bunker's not right, <clears throat> people judge you on the whole hole yeah. if, if the bunker looks like crap. So we've been... You know, we we had flood, and then we haven't seen a drop of rain since the flood. <laughs> yeah. Um, up, until, up until up until today. today. <clears throat> so, um, our our clay, you know, we don't get to water the way we want to. You know, you you want to be able to water daily. You know, when they're not playing here, you want to be watering heavy. When they are playing here, you want to just be able to add water to it. You want to be rolling. If you're not doing those things, yeah, your clay goes to crap. <clears throat> Sorry. So um, two weeks ago, we had a we had a team in here, and Ryan Moriarty's kid is on that team. Um, if you don't know Ryan, he's owner of Sports Turf Solutions. But um, I was kind of griping to him about my clay was starting to turn to powder, you know, the top yeah. half inch to inch of it or so. And it's hard to water it when it's at that point because powder I got clay, a story around this, by the way, <clears throat> from last week. Okay. So powder clay turns to mud, right, if you right. get it wet. So then this week we're hosting one of our big rivals, and I uh, I tried to get the dirt as wet as I could before the game. I just wanted a nice playing surface, and it was tough, and um, it just turned to absolute mush. 
So we got lucky and got a rain on on Wednesday or Tuesday night, yeah. Wednesday morning, whatever. And we were able to get in here and roll it and get some more water and roll it again. But Trotter, Trot, I told you Trotter came yeah. by. He came by. <clears throat> I was just, you know, when you when you get to that point to where I'm not saying I'm I'm good at any of this. I think I am, but that's not what I'm trying to say. But I'm a, I'm a good grass guy. You know, I, I know my grass and I know clay. I, I understand clay. But <clears throat> Trotter has seen it all. He's right. seen all these issues. He knows what I'm dealing with. So I was able to to call him up. He was he was headed to, to Costco anyways, and he said, just let me come by. Let me lay eyes on it, see where you're at. You know, yeah. and he was real happy with where I was at considering yeah. where I was telling him I was. But it's so good to have somebody in your back pocket that will drop what he's doing, mm-hmm. even though he admittedly said he was doing nothing. <clears throat> but drop whatever he's doing to come over, walk it with you, yeah. and kind of make you feel a little better about where you're at. So fast forward to yesterday where I felt like Tuesday my clay was the worst that it had been all season. And it's just – it's called timing. You know, we've been we, – not only have we been dry, we have had wind, high wind it's every day. It's been very bad. <clears throat> every yeah. day. So that's going to dry out everything on top. Mm-hmm. So then you're adding those cleats into it. You know, and we've had four games a week every week. Right. You're turning the dust. That's just what happens. So – Tuesday was absolutely the worst clay we had had. I felt like yesterday we gave them the absolute best product they've seen all year. Grass was great. Dirt was great. But it was just – it took that one day of getting a a decent rain on it. Yeah. You can go out right now. You know how much it's rained here today. It's rained all day. Right. Right? You can go out right now. You don't footprint when you walk across it, which is what you're looking for. Sure. You know, which means we did our job. We got it packed in tight. You know, it's ready for this rain. We're trying to play tomorrow. I highly doubt we do. It's supposed to be a wash tomorrow, but I've got to do my job to make sure if it's possible, we can do it. Right. So it felt pretty good to get that turnaround. But clay is just one of those things that, especially with the clay we had, I'm not – if you want to know what it is, you can message me. But it's truly either too wet or it's too dry. There's not – you've got a small window in between where it's perfect. Right. But it's a very small window. Outside of that, you're bone dry and cracking or you're you're just mush. Yeah. And it is so frustrating because you you want better than that. You know, you want to give them that product. We don't have a tarp here, so we're not able to tarp it before a rain. So, you know, it's we're either we're playing or we're not. There's yeah. there's not normally an in between. <laughs> um but it you know, it was a good feeling to get it turned around yesterday and then the boys Shout out to the baseball boys. They they had a come from behind um, walk off win last night, which as good as I felt leaving, and I actually yesterday was the first game I haven't stayed for. Trying to recover from this allergy crap, just wanted to go home and rest. Right, <clears throat> had nothing else going on. I was like, let's go home. So, I, but I watched it on the live stream. I pulled it up, yeah. put, threw it onto the TV from my phone. And, and watched it at home like I was watching a major league game. Sure. And watching them come back from behind. So as good as I felt leaving about the dirt and then for them to win on it and just know some momentum's being built by both teams mm-hmm. right now was a great feeling. But that's what I was talking about when, when you came in. I was like, damn, Clay. <laughs> <laughs> but we just don't get to, you know, these guys in the SEC, these guys in professional baseball – that's what they get to work on. You know, the guy that's over the baseball field at Alabama, I guarantee he's watering his dirt whenever he needs to. 
He knows what he needs to do, and he gets to go do it. When you're here and baseball's not playing, there's no time to be on baseball watering the dirt because you're probably prepping for a soccer game or a lacrosse game or you're dealing with something on campus with irrigation or, you know, what a yeah. hundred other things. It must be pretty nice to be able to be a guy that if I need to go water my dirt, I'm going to go yeah. water my dirt and everybody's going to understand. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think that was the thing that the takeaway, you know, I, I have, I have, I have the ability to, to understand sort of the concept behind the whole watering because having dealt with bent grass yeah. where there's a certain, you know, you, there's a moisture management level. It's to either all too greens. wet or too dry. Right. So, you know, and I'm watching. So the story I was going to tell you was, is we came back to do the baseball game one night and I was like, this dirt looks dry. And I said something to Drew. I was like, uh, man, um, it's going, this dirt looks a little drier than it's been. He's like, yeah. He said, we were supposed to water it at one o'clock and we got carried away, was doing some other stuff. And so we didn't get to it. I said, so, Within the time that we had to water prior to the game, um, which I think was probably around 30 minutes, I mean, he was just, you know, he wasn't moving. Like, I'd normally watch him. He just steady walking, you know, and barely, you know, doing anything. But he's, you know, and I'm, and so I, I got to, I was like, man, he, he really knows, like, what this dirt's doing. Like, he can see it just mm-hmm. with the water. He knows kind of what he's doing, how much he needs. Do you know down. what kind of clay they have? <sighs> I Do they have Durage? You I, know, I don't. I don't. Well, hopefully, hopefully Drew's listening. He can yeah. text me and let me know. Yeah, I'd love to hear. Um, he even told me that the the you know the, I knew the pitcher's mound was different, but they used a very high end clay for the pitcher's mound mm-hmm. through and through. It wasn't like covered or whatever or however that works. But he said I, I don't I don't recall. I don't All know right. if we asked Drew. If you're listening, yeah. let me know. I, and I'll, I can I can send him a, a message. Well, anyway. hopefully he's listening. Yeah, hopefully. But um, anyways, I just I was very captivated by the fact that Sam kind of knew he could he could feel that dirt and he just is on it all the time yeah. and he knows right where he wants That's it. That's how Trotter how, is with his how dirt. he wants it and you know and he and he and so we get to the you know and he doesn't like flood it so he'll go over it three or four times as opposed to just stand there. Yep. So we get to the end and he's like I'm gonna do it one more time because we look at the time he's like I got one more time so we we just go back and he and he gets it and then by the time he gets through with it. It's like it's looked like all week and yeah. and in in thirty minutes. But but I guarantee you, I'd much the... rather had done it at <laughs> one o'clock. Yeah. and not had a right because I guarantee, even though on the outside he looked cool and calm and collective and yeah. knew what he's doing, inside he's like crap. Well, he he was a very calm. He's he was very chill dude in the first place. Yeah, he he said something like, "Man, they could." It could rain three inches. They ain't, they still playing baseball in this field. <laughs> it was that uh, it was that dry. And I and I and not knowing anything about it, I when I saw it, I was like, Whoa. that'd be like me walking out on a bent grass green, going, "Ooh, we need to get some water on that," you know. Right. And that's and and but it was a very simple explanation. It was just a drying day. They didn't get to it, yep. and boom, the top. So was, speaking of speaking of bent grass greens, I'll never forget. I had never been trained on how to water the greens. Yeah. Ever. And Monica needed me to go in one Saturday or something and water greens. Well, I had zero clue what I was doing. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can do it. I mean, yeah. what dummy can't water the greens? She came back in on Monday and could point out every footprint. I couldn't see them, yeah. but she could point out every footprint that I had left on that green and where I watered too much, where I didn't water enough. Yeah. Oh, and she was giving me down the road the entire And I'm like, 
never been trained on how to do this. Yeah. <clears throat> I just did my best. But yeah, she was pointing out every mistake I made yeah. in that watering process two days before, yeah. you know. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely, it's probably very similar, you know, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, but the guys that are really good with clay, which I feel like I'm good with mine. It's just the time we have to spend on it isn't there. You know, I can right. get it right. It's just I don't have the time to spend. Just like they miss that one that one o'clock watering, yeah. I miss a lot of those waterings because we're out doing a right. hundred other things. So and I get it. And they're <clears throat> fortunate. Yeah, I don't know that Sam ever leaves baseball, and I don't know the the guy at softball ever leaves much. I mean, I, he was on the football field, but never saw Sam. But um, you know, it's just you know. It is a luxury, I would imagine, to be able to stay there if you yeah. needed to, but or have somebody that can stay behind and do it. But yeah, I mean, um, I never saw anybody else water that field. He was the only one. So I mean, if that tells you, anything, if that tells you anything, yeah. you know. But no, it, all in all, you know that uh, that's what intrigues me. Of course, you know, golf is where I know and 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 where I understand. But having been on the other side of doing things and getting to see your world yeah. and, and, and having to participate and got, getting to participate with Alabama this week or last week, man, just wealth of knowledge. And, and, you know, we'll have you out to paint here. We'll, we'll Dude, put, I'm a, I, we'll I put didn't, Alabama to shame. I didn't put, I didn't put a <laughs> wand in my hand, but I could have done it. I, could, <clears throat> I have no I, doubt. Easily. I mean, it's once you get the hang of it. Yeah. So, I mean, basically if, if we had you out here to paint with us, I'd probably paint everything up to the line. Yeah. And let you practice on filling it in, then just give it to you. That's yeah. how I did Doug when I taught him how to do it. The only question I had uh, was the curve on the logo. I said, "How do you make the curve? Because it's a, it's a, you know, it's an edge, and they don't have a, um, you know, you can't turn the paint because you know they were painting the lines and you know straight lines are fine. So they paint, they paint their logos with their machine. Yeah. Or do they wand it? They wand it. They want the, so the so the field logo the center logo is a circular has the A and then the Alabama mm -hmm. Crimson Tide, and all that all that stencil, okay. but the yeah. the border is has a white border in, with a red around insert it. around yeah. it. And I said and I and I could see that it looked like it had been you know, they they painted that, mm -hmm. uh, but they didn't. I said how do you make that that curve because that seems like it'd be hard with the like pushing this, the machine. Yeah. He said, he said they do it by hand. Oh, okay. They, they have a, somebody with a, like a curved border and then they just, okay. they just do it by hand. And well, I would imagine it'd be no different than painting like a circle in the middle of the field for soccer yeah. or something. I mean, except you got to get it exactly up against that. Right. But I would assume it would be no different. Yeah. It, and, and so I, that was really the only thing that, that they, that wasn't really, I mean, it was a, Nothing was really freehand that wasn't filling in. Everything was stenciled, uh, borders or whatnot. Even the even when we did the uh, the so around the SEC, I don't know if it was code uh, code. I don't know if it was required, but you know they have a they have a border. It's a four foot border, and then where the team where the team box is, and it's six foot, and then it goes back to four all the way around. Mm -hmm. um, that it's just two sleds on each side, and the guy going. Psh, psh, Back and forth, you know. And they, yeah. and they, At the and, Titans, we had we called them border boards. Yeah, and they're big ass heavy boards that you got to slide down the yeah, field. Yeah, that's all we were doing. And Terry would be in the center of it, painting it back and I forth. I think they go around with the machine and paint the lines. Yep. With, you know, do a border, and then that's all it is. Basically, is like if you look at the picture behind you, 
we could basically go in there yeah, you'd feel and go line. from the sideline to the to the media line. Yeah. Basically the whole way. Yeah. But it's just not something we've ever it's a lot of paint. People are gonna think, man, he's intrigued by all this painting stuff. <clears throat> I'm telling you, man, it's just part of it. I mean, I've been spent twenty years and you just see nothing wrong with being fascinated by it. No. But, and if know. you don't know how it works, how are you going to know how it works? Yeah. You know, you turn on the TV and the game's painted. You know, the field's painted. It's ready to go. Well, how did that happen? So you got to go see how it happens. Yeah. Which I will tell fantastic. you this, and this is, this is, again, my naiveness or silliness or call it dumbness, whatever. But, like, I was like, they had one bucket on the machine, and they would just pour the paint into mm-hmm. it. Instead of swapping out the buckets, I'm like, that makes all the sense in the world. Like, I would have, I just, but I'm, the only thing I said is, what happens if you drop that paint or something don't, screws up? Don't drop the paint. Because um, they're doing it while they're going. I mean, yeah. they're, they're, so. now we, that's one thing we don't do is we don't do it on the field because too many times we've spilled the paint. So we'll take yeah. our paint machine off to the side, even if it's on the sidelines pour it on the sidelines, yeah. and then go back to doing it. I don't lives. know why I thought that they would just have to swap buckets out and, and then keep going, but no. they. There was a time it got clogged. The, the Both the chalk machine on the baseball one day <laughs> and the paint machine got clogged, and they just had to clean them out and yeah. rock and roll. But all in all, man, it, it's uh, y'all's world's fun when it comes down to that stuff. I can tell you yeah. had fun. Yeah, it was. It was a blast, and, you know, and – Heck, everybody's different, and everybody does something a little different and switches it up. And Well, I'm glad we were able to spend basically this entire podcast <laughs> talking about your week because my two weeks that we didn't record yeah. were absolute garbage, and I really didn't want to come on the podcast and rehash them. <laughs> yeah. That's why we started with you, and we just continued with you. Well, They I, were hot garbage, yeah. like the dumpster burned the yeah. entire time. Um, I had the most We're not going to talk about you ghosting me? Well, I told you I didn't mean to. (laughs) So you text me, what, Sunday at like noon, and I responded to you, what, yesterday? Yeah. (laughs) That's the kind of week I've had. Yeah. Like just legitimately You probably just looked at it and went, I ain't got time for him today. (laughs) No, I looked at it on Sunday. I was at the ballpark babysitting some baseball coaches as part of my side work that I decided to do and I have no reason why why um got a coach that wants to keep causing problems so I sat front row of his games Saturday and Sunday yeah you're you're gonna follow the rules or you're gone like I'm I'm tired of it at this point and we're only three weeks into the season sure you know so um I saw the text then and I was like I'll respond later and then later became um, Thursday evening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really am sorry. And honestly, the reason I responded on Thursday is because Trotter gave me shit on Wednesday yeah. about not us not recording. I was like, crap, we've got to record. And then when you got here today and you're like, I'm here, I'm like, fuck, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time right now. But, you know, the guys are able to get out there yeah. and take care of it for us. And we're going we're gonna to be fine. Um, we actually, for the... Probably Wednesday of this week for the first time in three weeks. Yeah. Are on schedule now. I'm not going to say we're ahead. Yeah. But we're on schedule and we're getting some stuff done that we're getting done for a day or two ahead. And actually feels pretty good. Yep. Because that hasn't been that way since the flood. Yeah. And just being able to get ahead of some things and a little breathing room, you know, a little breathing room to to be able to do what 
relax at some point, you know, like I tried to set today up as a easy Friday and then some things kind of went awry. So Lo and behold, mother, nature mother nature changed my plans. That's right. <clears throat> well, I chalked it up to one or two things. I said, well, he's just been busy and he'll get back to it and we'll, we'll, we'll jump back in. Or I've done run him off in seven <laughs> episodes. So no, that one, wasn't it. I, I was one more day away, probably going something like, man, uh, is everything all right? <laughs> you need me to come check on you? It has legitimately <laughs> been a shit show, yeah. but we're getting there. You yeah. know, I mean, we even had a, we had a coach out helping us last week, yeah. jumped on a mower, mowed an area that he didn't tell me until the day of like one o'clock the day of that he needed one of these extra fields we have mowed, which hadn't been touched. Sure. So y'all are y'all about all recovered from flooding and all the damage? What yeah. About, what what's what's the status with the? You want to talk about that? Yeah, I mean it. it the synthetic. It's fantastic. Other than, yes, there's some issues with it. They come out. What did they do? Um, we've had it. Um, we had all the inlays tacked back down. We uh, we had it cleaned. We had it groomed, and we had the G Max test run on it. Gotcha. We, we've got a broken drain line in it, which um, is scheduled to be repaired this summer. Um, we've got some undulations in the base of it, which I don't know what we're going to do. I mean, it truly the base needs to be redone, but that's not going to happen right now, and that's right. fine. Uh, overall, it's still it's back to being a pretty decent field. Okay. Um, the 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 three natural fields that spent, and that's not including the five extra like intramural fields we have, but the the three natural fields that spent the most time underwater. <clears throat> Have um have really started coming out of it. Sure. You know they're they're looking great. One of them is the soccer field out here by the road. It's looking better than it's looked in a long time. Um, we started getting some granulars down today to try to start feeding everything, but also to help get some nutrients back into those soils. Right. You know, I've been I've been spoon feeding them um, for the last couple of weeks, and then today we we pounded them pretty hard with yeah. some nitrogen, um, trying to push. So the the worst looking of the three is the practice field, which is not overseeded. Um, it was already highly worn out from just all year long of being used, and then it flooded. Mm -hmm. So it, you know, it really just looked blah. Yeah. And um, fed it today, you know, pound of in, um, and then the guys are able to get. I'm, I'm assuming they've gotten everything done at this point, which is great. Sure. So, you know, we're kind of getting back on track now. Definitely feeling a lot better about everything. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm telling you, it was probably Wednesday that I started feeling like, okay. Made a made an, um, an employee switch. So um, I had a, I had a, my newest employee was here. Um, and I had one of my other employees over at the lower school. Um, one of the days oh, during all this, the employee at the lower school was out. Um, he had taken a couple of days off. And the newest employee filled in for him, and it, it went really well. So I was like, let's swap this up. So I brought the employee that had already been here before and mm -hmm. moved over there. I brought him back here. And it's not just having him here, but it's having a guy that I'm not babysitting. And yeah. I don't mean that to sound derogatory towards the new guy, but a guy that I don't have to – have the training wheels on here when we're right now we're slammed sure so having him here and i can just tell him to go do what i need him to do and not explain it has been really helpful having the new guy at the at the lower school 
He's got two fields to take care of. He's got a little, you know, other things to do. But the type of person, he's a lot like me, the type of person he is, he wants to run stuff his way. Mm -hmm. And he's getting that opportunity. But he's also learning really quick that, oh, there's a reason why John had us doing it this way. Yeah. So, you know, really a great switch. It benefited us here amazingly well because within the first two weeks, we're back to caught up. Yeah. Like I said, it's not all him, but it's a big, it's a big part. That's you know, good. Of having him back. Yeah. So that, you know, that was a, a real nice mind clearing time. Um, and it, it gave Parker some responsibilities at the lower school yeah. to take on some things on his own, own, you know, and his only question, his only concern was, do I still get to learn these things that we talked about me learning? And I was like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to still do all the same things. Sure. It's just, you're going to do them on a different scale now. And you're going to kind of be in charge of them versus being here where, you're wanting to know more when it's not really time to know more yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. <clears throat> that was a, that was a good switch. That was a good change that happened the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, we finally just got out of it, you know, finally caught up semi and ready yeah. to go right here at the very end of spring sports. Like sure. spring sports the last two weeks has been every night we've had something going on. There was one night we had six different fields going at one time. So, of course, you're prepping for all of that. Yeah. Um, we've had a baseball game eight out of the last ten days, and then we have one tomorrow. So, <laughs> just super busy, but, yeah. you know, catching up and just kind of finding our way again. Yeah. You know, getting out of the, the cleanup every day, which was a nightmare. Um, but we're getting there. So, pretty happy with it. Well, good. Well, same for me, just recovering. Um, still got some lingering issues with some of the flood over here at Harper Valley, and uh, but back on schedule with the golf courses, greening up, getting things turned around. This cold weather this week been a little bit rough for <laughs> Ultra Dwarf. A Jeez, <laughs> I'm telling you. But anyways, it's been you know all in all, it's been pretty good, and I got I'm gonna be rewiring a twenty twenty eight. 30 station irrigation controller i found out was bad this week so i've got to rewire it i've got to investigate an irrigation controller that spent time underwater yeah. and i haven't had the opportunity i guess that's going to be a next week project yeah this is this one was shot i tried to it wouldn't do anything so i just went and bought picked up the new controller today and gonna rewire it so sounds like fun that'll be it so but uh man been fun trying to catch up on the uh, last couple of weeks and I'm glad we got back at it and i promise yeah. we'll be more consistent again <laughs> oh man it, it it's all it's all in good i'm glad that people are you know yeah keeping i up want with people and, to want to know where yeah, we're at when yeah. the content's not coming out i i'm telling you we've got we've got to uh we've got to nail this guest thing down we so do. we figured out somebody that trotter needs to come on that's yeah. that needs to be our first guest yeah. plain and simple yeah We'll do him. We just anybody that wants to come on, reach out to us. But uh, yep. we got to do that. That'll be fun. I know people are getting sick of talking, hearing us talk. But hey, it seems to be working. So it's working. I <laughs> know nobody's gonna get sick of us. No. Well, um, good luck with the weekend and uh, all the stuff you got going. And uh, hopefully the rain will hold off. And um, that's about all I got, man. Sorry hey, for all the Alabama talk. Let it rain. <laughs> let it rain. Let, let it, it rain. rain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Gonna, I'll sit at home and sleep. I promise you. You. you, you you did say you were working for the weekend yeah, for the first time in a long time. <laughs> it's been a while. All right, brother, we're back at it. Hey, uh, thanks for listening. Be sure to rate, share, subscribe. Go check us out on 
uh, Twitter at Keep It Real Pod. There you go. Um, follow us there. We'll swear we'll follow you back if you follow us. And um, just hey, all we ask is that you share this with someone. We we talked a lot of shop today, not a whole lot of other stuff, and that's that's fine too. So. Uh, if you're interested in hearing something we want to talk about, uh, reach out to us. Yeah, give us John. an idea. Yeah. Give us a thought. We we can we're gonna that's the idea of this podcast is to have real talk around real stuff that's going on in our industry and other things. But you things. know what else is real? You enjoying an experience. Heck so yeah. So I have no problem with that being the entire episode. Yeah. I mean I hey. And if you anybody know, sometimes you get to do stuff in your industry that's just a lot of fun. If yeah. any of these keyboard warriors out there have a problem with it, yeah. please let us know. We'd yeah. love to hear about it. That's right. Roll Tide, that's what I say. (laughs) That's it, man. Until next time. Until next time, we'll talk to you soon. Keep it real.